and welcome to the Genuine Admissions Podcast. I'm Amy Thompson, Dean of Enrollment at the Loomis Chafee School and your podcast host for today. Today I'm joined by Mary Lazinski, Dean of Student Life here at Loomis Chafee. Uh, Mary, I know that you worked for a long time in student life at different institutions before coming to Loomis mm-hmm. in 2010 and you've been here for a while now. So first of all, we'd just love to hear a little bit about kind of what you've seen and changes over that time frame um, in terms of working with students and parents over your long career in working with students. My very long career in education. Exactly. Yes, happy to, happy to talk about that, Amy. And thanks so much for inviting me in today. Um, I have been in education for a long time. You know, as you said, I started in colleges and universities um, and I'm happily now here in independent secondary schools. I think the easy and most obvious answer that I could start with is the whole concept of changes in social media and connectedness and sure. that it technologically. Yep. Um, when I started in education, it was a big deal for students to even have a computer in their room. Like mm-hmm. I remember that when mm-hmm. colleges first started requiring computers and now students walk around with that level of technology, if not more, right in their back in their pocket hand. or in mm-hmm. their backpack. And the adults are as bad as the kids in terms right. of having it on all the time. So I think you might think I'm just gonna say that it's the connectedness, the being on all the time piece Um, that is perhaps different, and that's true. The piece that I think about more is actually the fact that students view online what I think of as curated lives all the time, and that they, Mm -hmm. the pressure it puts on them to have this level of perfectionism. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody is looking great, super happy, Mm -hmm. and at some gorgeous place. Mm -hmm. Um, And what they don't see is the normal struggles um, of growing up, and so it starts to look like if my life doesn't look like that, is my life normal? What's wrong with me? And what that does to student self-esteem, I think, is is concerning. Um, one thing that's great is that we're beginning to address some of that, right? Mm-hmm. We're starting to talk to students about taking time away from that, living in the moment a little bit more, um, being more mindful. So I think that's positive. The other thing that I might um, suggest as a big change is, and I sort of reference this, that I feel that students are more about the end product now than the process, than going through the process. And so I think, you know, some of that is pressures maybe around, um, you know, this uh, the stress of getting into college yep. or at the college level. In this economy, am I going to find a job and is it going to be the right job? And mm-hmm. so I think students at every level think about that. And I, I do worry about that a little bit because what we all learn from focusing on the process sometimes is where our strengths and weaknesses are and what we can contribute best. So mm-hmm. I think about when you've been on a team, you, you can get to the right answer that, you know, when you're on your academic team or whatever kind of team and you can get to the end goal, but if you're not focused on the process, how did you learn what you actually brought to that? And right. did you make the people around you better? And did you make the situation better? Or did you just get the right answer on the test? Or did right. you just make the goal? Or did you just make first violin? Like what happened in that process that helps you in terms of growing and learning about, about yourself? I am um, feeling optimistic about the fact that I think schools are starting to look at uh, increased focus on the process. And I say that, you know, a concrete example of that would be what some schools are doing with maker spaces, mm-hmm. um, what Loomis in particular has done with the Purse yeah. Hub for Innovation, that students go in and there's no, not only do they not have a, an answer that they have to get to, 
they sometimes get to redefine the question. And I think that's really exciting for students in terms of um, figuring out why the process is important, what they learn from the process, and what they contribute to their community through mm -hmm. the process. That's so interesting because I think, you know, we hear a lot from parents who worry a lot about this issue, right? And mm -hmm. I think that they're both actually completely related because mm -hmm. if you think about something like social media, it is very outcome driven. You're only seeing the product. You're only seeing the picture right. of, hey, yay, I made it first violin or yay, I made that goal, <laughs> With the right? filter on but, it. <laughs> exactly, with the filter, right? And you're not seeing, social media isn't something that lends itself to process. It lends itself to instantaneous mm -hmm. reporting out of the end, mm -hmm. the end game, the, the success, whatever that is. And so I think this is something that I hear a lot from parents. And I know having worked in, in the college office at Loomis for a long time, mm -hmm. certainly we talk so much at the school about the value of going through process. Right. And, and paying it, attention it's not just it. about yep. checking boxes, but it's about actually what the lessons that you're learning along the way. Um, and I think that you know that that this is something that is definitely much more prevalent in today's society than it was um you know a, a while ago mm -hmm. i mean it's always been about okay we want to be able to to go to this one thing in order to get to the next but i think that is something that's that's even greater now than it used mm -hmm. to be now what other types of questions are yeah. you seeing or in your deans your class deans seeing mm -hmm. um when you are are dealing with questions from parents what's underlying the questions i tend to get the most is the concept of how are you going to take care of my child? Mm. <laughs> how will you help my child? Sure. And I, yeah. I think about parents and it doesn't matter if the uh, student is from nearby or halfway across the world, parents are sending us the thing they care about most in the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. sending us their yep. child yeah. and they are trusting us and they want to know that I'm as invested in their child's education as any as, as they are. Right. Um, and so we we take that so seriously. I, mean, I think mm -hmm. when you go into a career like student affairs, you're dedicating your life to students. Yes. And um, I can say in full faith to those parents, I'm here and I care. You yes. know, sometimes parents will say to me, you're so empathetic or you're so understanding. And I think, this is what I do. Like right. This is what we do all day long. Right. And we become as invested um, in the kids as you, as you would want us to be. And I think that's a real testament to what independent schools, right. what independent schools do. So, you know, we talk a little bit about then this idea of, um, you know, parents wanting to feel as though boarding school is, you know, taking as much care in their, with their children as, as mm -hmm. they would as parents, that whole in loco parentis idea. But what advice do you have for parents who, who are thinking about, okay, mm -hmm. you know, this could be a, a situation where, you know, I can't, I'm not close enough where I can drive right. and see the game. I'm living in Houston or I'm, I'm living in Los Angeles. How do I stay connected when my child is mm -hmm. far? Mm -hmm. And what what's what's also appropriate connectedness? <laughs> it's such a hard one because you want to know what's going on in your child's life and you, you care so deeply. And on the other hand, exactly to what you said, you don't want to be overly involved because this right. is a time of growth and independence. Um, the, you know, the great news is that we're in, at Loomis, we're in such a partnership with parents around children's growth. So mm -hmm. the first thing I would say to parents about that is um, we want to work with you to figure that out, right? So parents will call me regularly and say to me, look, I don't want to be that parent, but now here I am on the phone with you. <laughs> I've said those words myself. <laughs> right. And, uh, and I always reassure them that's why we're here. Like if yeah. you want to call and say to me, I'm only hearing this from my child 
what is your perspective on that? Yeah. Like, fantastic. You know, we're not secret keepers. We don't right. skulk around and spy to get you the information. <laughs> um, but we can check in with people who are close to your child and say, yeah, your reflections are right. Or you might want to check in a little more. Or they're, they're doing just fine, so you can take yeah. a little space. So I think the first thing is that I would say that we have a very good partnership. You know, I also, um, parents, I think it's good for parents to think back to their own adolescence a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and, so important. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> we forget. We do forget. Right. And I think when you have children at a school like Loomis that is so well run and so well resourced and, you know, so many exciting things are happening, you think every day is going to be a festival of fun and joy. Like it is my <laughs> child's going to be learning so much all the time and they're going to be so excited. That is true the majority of the time, yeah. but they're adolescents. So there are going to be days where everyone is mean to them and everything is horrible mm-hmm. and they're dealing with um, with failure and they're dealing with surprise that things didn't go so well. They're figuring out social relationships just like we did when we were teenagers. Right. So right. Um, somebody told me when I moved from colleges to independent schools that one of the things I would notice, and this has been true, is in some ways the intensity of the emotion because students are going through certain things for the first time. So the first time a grandparent has died or there's been a breakup or the first time they've had huge success. So I think I would say to parents, you, because they are so up and down in that regard, you need to be the balanced one. You need to be the one who backs up a little bit. You're the... They know that you love them and you're the safe space. So they're going to give right. you the whole range. Right. <laughs> and you have to be the one to step back and remember what it's like to be an adolescent. Right. Um, and also trusting the people who work at the school. So, I mean, we do this because it's it's an odd career being in student yeah. affairs, right? <laughs> Choosing to live with 700 plus adolescents <laughs> around the clock. Um, but we do it because we know we like kids. We yeah. care about kids. We know what we're doing. So... Even if sometimes you hear what you don't want to hear, um, or times when you hear great things, trust the people who are who are telling you about your child, and trust that they have your child's best interest at heart. But they have to go through it. Like you can't go around adolescence. You have to go through it. And exercising, mm-hmm. like I think about growing in terms of character and independence, is the same way muscles grow. Sometimes, like yeah. you can't do that for your kids. You can't grow their muscles. Right. <laughs> um, right. They have to do it. And the same thing with them learning how to deal with defeat or disappointment or to handle success graciously. Um, those are those are skills as well that they need to learn, and we hopefully will help them do that. Every year I go into the seniors in about April or so, and I have a very frank conversation with them about the fact that we understand that their eyes are on the future yes. and that Loomis at this point is starting to feel a little too small. Mm-hmm. And I tell them every year... We, we are glad that that is the case because if Loomis is starting to feel just a little bit too small, like you still love it, you still think it's an amazing place, a transformative place, but you're starting to want to spread your wings a little more than yeah. you can in yeah. high school, yeah. then we did our job. Exactly, and yes. that pushback, when we get the pushback from them about, oh, all the rules, mm-hmm. that actually makes me happy because yes. it tells me that they are ready to They're go ready. and that's how we've, we've done our job. Exactly. On that note... Thank you so much, Mary. I really appreciate your coming today. Oh, this was fun, Amy. Thank and you. And it's always fun to chat. And uh, thank you for all the parenting advice. I'm going to put that <laughs> into play probably this evening or maybe even Excellent. in the car ride on the way home. This has been the Genuine Admissions Podcast. I'm Amy Thompson, and thank you for listening.